2: The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk, one zero seven one. Everything Entertainment. Bradley is on a cruise. Colleen Lindstrom is filling in this week. Hi. If you just joined us this week, you're like, ooh, fun times. We feel the same way. It is fun. And we are going to be on a cruise
1: as well because I don't think it's going to stop raining. And oh. that'll be the only way to get around.
2: <laughs> we have to get home by boat. <laughs> exactly. Yes, Totally. Okay. um, So a lot of things going on. We've got Coachella. We have the coronation coming up. And you saw something about the coronation that made you have questions. Well, there's a
1: bit of controversy. Oh,
2: yeah. I believe that's
1: British for controversy. (laughs) Around, okay, did you know that there's an official coronation dish? And I mean. Something they serve at coronations.
2: Oh, not just this one. No, but I didn't know this. Me. I yeah. didn't
1: know it either. So there's these are things that you only learn if you're alive during a coronation. Right. And we weren't around or I don't rem- I wasn't around for the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently the coronation dish for the queen had been like a curried chicken. OK. OK and there was co- controversy about that as well oh. because of the raisin addition uh-huh. so apparently there's a precedent for controversy <laughs> around the coronation dish well uh king charles and queen consort camilla mm-hmm. have selected the coronation dish for his coronation okay and it is dom quiche
2: oh Okay, so you're excited about. I love nah, quiche, but she's I'm the best. I'm. I love you have questions. I have the questions are Are we are the British people like expected to make this the day of the coronation to all have in their home? Uh, so this is a great.
1: That's a great question. I th- I don't know that they're encouraging that. However, they have made the recipe of the official coronation quiche uh, available to everyone. But the the quiche is really for like the numerous luncheons that will be hosted leading up to the. They're not
2: going to pass it out in the crowd. No, <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Can you quiche? imagine? Maybe Ooh, they do. I don't yeah. know. Maybe
1: they've got caterers. But these are for the official luncheons. They have Um. this is that that's sort of this the center. The main dish is a quiche and it's created some controversy, as I said. So, first of all, this is th- the thought that goes into what they choose for the dish is fascinating to me. Because the first thing is the reason the reason why it's like important to the king Mm -hmm. is because he loves anything with eggs and cheese. And I feel like I can relate to that.
2: That's right. Oh, yes, I love eggs and cheese. Yeah. But the
1: other reason they chose this is because they are there's a lot of there actually is a lot of conversation around who's paying for all of the coronation activities. So then there's the optics of not choosing, like, a hoity-toity, super expensive dish. Oh. Quiche is something that is relatively cost-effective to put together. And so it's a way of saying, like, look, we're being frugal.
2: Right, because this is your money.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we're making cheap food for everybody. Right. So that's one of the controversies. Okay. But the real controversy is in an ingredient that is included in this quiche. Okay. Now, I make quiche. Do you make quiche? I do, yeah. And typically, you know, you got your eggs, you got your cheese, you got like a whole host of vegetables, a lot of spinach. Yay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you ever put beans in your chili or chili, not your chili, sorry, yes. your quiche? No. Um, beans in your quiche. Beans no, in
2: your quiche. It sounds like. But a I do know that the British love a full English breakfast, which includes beans. It's just like expected. It's a breakfast thing: beans and toast. That's disgusting. I don't I want hate it. beans. I'm a bean.
1: I do. I don't. I I love people who love beans. I'm not one of know. them. I don't
2: really do. I don't no. love beans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not here
2: for beans. I do like ham and beans. Like you can get this fifteen bean soup. That's a variety of beans, and then you. Cook it in the crock pot, or uh, I can tell you cooker. right now,
1: if it's got the word beans in the title, I am not. not it's not me. It. I'm not here for it. I don't like however many bean salad. I just keep oh. the beans away.
2: Ooh, a cold bean set. Sal- no, nah. nope. move on to something
1: else. So there are broad beans in this quiche, and I looked at the recipe. And um, I was surprised by that. Everything else is pretty standard quiche-wise. Yeah. By the way, quiche also... Oh, here's the other thing about the quiche. That quiche is a French dish. So there's a piece of this that is meant to be sort of like a a friendship-making gesture with the friendship French. Friendship quiche. Oh. It's friendship quiche.
2: Okay, Right?
1: So there's all kinds of thought that went into this, but somebody wasn't thinking when they threw the beans in the dish.
2: So are they just fava beans? No, they're broad. What is a broad bean? Well, it says fava slash broad beans. Okay, well, that's good
1: to know because... We can get fava beans. Well, I was going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Oh! I, I looked at the recipe. It looks very doable and I thought, what if I make coronation quiche and we try it tomorrow on the Yay! air are you down uh, yes okay yes, but like yes. my only problem was i didn't know where to get my hands on a broad bean <laughs> i didn't so it's a fava bean
2: yes it's a uh, vica faba, commonly oh. known as the broad bean fava bean or faba bean is a species of vetch a flowering flowering plant in the pea okay. and bean family Okay,
1: so if I like roll by the co-op and get myself, you know, if you a bag can find of beans. Them. I mean,
2: I've never looked for fava beans. Neither have
1: I, but I feel like that's a common bean.
2: Yeah, it is. That right? we can get here, especially can, with a nice oh, chianti.
1: Mm. <laughs> well done. Um, okay, can I get fava? beans at the grocery store. I'm just looking it up. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't again, not being a bean fiend, I didn't know how universally <laughs> available the fava bean would be. Yeah. Um but apparently yes indeed you can get fava beans
2: I don't want you to run all over town looking for fava beans. We need to pre-shop like at Target. I can Instacart it. It looks Ooh. like. Yeah,
1: I can easily search fava beans on the Instacart and it'll tell me who will deliver it. I am going to, in the next break, I'm going to order all of the ingredients. I'm going to tell you one thing, though. Okay. And don't be mad about this. No, we just have to accept it. I don't have time to make the pastry crust. I do love a homemade crust, mm, but I am going with the Petrits on that. Just, so,
2: d- oh hell, yeah. we don't
1: care, do we, Mike?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: not at all.
1: But no. I will make us the coronation quiche to enjoy or not enjoy, as it were, tomorrow. Oh how does that my sound? gosh, I'm so excited! Delicious. Okay,
2: because it's uh, it's food
1: porn Friday, mm-hmm. uh, so it's like perfect. Yes, right. Except for I don't know how beans can be porny, but that's fine. <laughs> well, Nobody we, asked me. It just we'll means it that way.
2: we we enjoy it.
1: And we try to, right? Okay, so I'll make the coronation quiche. Yay! We will, we will have a verdict on whether or not the fava beans—I'm sorry, the broad beans—enhance the dish or ruin the dish
2: great oh i'm so excited yeah that is very cool
1: that's all i know about the coronation quiche
2: you know it's funny that there's so much time like you said you're fascinated by the time the consideration the let's really think about this um protocol and like and this dish, it's a special dish just for this and all the rules that are involved. There's so much care and concern that involve a lot of people mm-hmm. that I would like them to do with real human beings. Oh, like, do you say let's, more. Let's make sure that um, Megan doesn't have death threats. For Is example. Is there, there anybody working on that? Just a suggestion. Okay, but let's work on the, let's work, have 50 people work on a quiche. On the bean committee. <laughs> right. <laughs> just saying. Uh, Speaking of them, um, we have Sarah Ferguson on a British program speaking out. It says breaking her silence about her King Charles coronation snub. Now oh. here's the thing. She didn't get invited to the official ceremony. Mm-hmm. Okay? But she said many times she didn't expect to because she is divorced from Prince Andrew. Yeah,
1: she's kinda on the outs with the family.
2: Right. They still invite her to things because their children, mm-hmm. Eugenie and Uh Beatrice. Beatrice. Mm-hmm. They're obviously the cousins and you know, they're so she She says that, um, quote, you can't have it both ways. You mustn't sit on the fence, either in or out, but don't muck around. That's what she said on Good Morning Britain today. So she has said that. That's her... Signature thing to say right now about this, uh-huh. and I feel like that is shade towards Harry and Meghan.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, so
2: she doesn't want them to get whiny about not being invited to things or wanting to be in the royal family, but out. It's Sarah Ferguson's way of saying, "I, mm-hmm. I, I realize and know that I chose to get divorced, so I am out."
1: So you, Harry and Meghan, who mm-hmm. chose. To be on the outs with the royal Kinda, family. Right. Which is interesting, right? Because that's sort of a, mm, that's sort of a stripped down way of viewing it. Because mm-hmm. again, if you've, if you've heard Harry and Meghan's side of the story, that was not their intention. No. So again, that is, there is a gray area. I yes. understand what she thinks she's saying, mm-hmm. but with her, a- there is no gray area. She chose to divorce Prince Nasty. Right. So... That is a clean cut, you know, where you stand. Uh-huh. But these two, this was not their intention. This is the no. way the cookie crumbled. No. And so for them to still want to be a part of their family's events. Yeah. It's, it's not.
2: Oof. She is, I, I, I think that she's just bitter About the situation and all the attention that they get Mm -hmm. and that there are people that have different opinions. She's like, nope, this is the deal. This is the way it is. They chose to leave. Actually, not really. They actually wanted something else. And we were led to believe that there were discussions and talks. They really just went away and fled the country because she was being hunted by racist people that were threatening her life. And so he felt like he needed to protect her the family so they went to canada and then the lockdown happened and they only had a certain amount of time like we have to go back or not because they're closing down nobody gets special treatment with coronavirus so there was this whole thing like there were talks and stuff but they were like do you want to do half and half like live out of the country and still represent the queen doing some royal duties and they said yeah that's what we want to do and they're like okay actually the printer ran out this is literally what they said (laughs) It's so absurd. They all like they're like, do it's you want like option? as
1: dumb as the Britney Spears book not coming out because of a paper shortage. Yeah,
2: it's like they <laughs> said basically they all got together and Harry was just there himself because they were like, no, she can't come. Right. And so it was basically like, do you want option A, which is to live here and fully be here? Do you want option B, where you live over there and you do some duties or C, which is completely out? He said, well, we I mean, they read through A, and they're like, okay, sign it. He goes, yeah, but what about, is there another paper for option B? Because that's kind of what would... And the 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 guy, the head press secretary dude, was like, um, the printer's broken, so we don't uh, have that, so you're doing... The it toners was, it's low. It's so weird. <laughs> like, you can't... When you hear it or read it, you cannot believe. They had an agenda, and so they made it seem like to the public that it was a choice, and it wasn't. Yeah. They basically said, oh, uh, and... The Queen and Charles actually didn't even know. They just let people take over. Yeah. Like, their they're people inside the palace, they have their own agenda. Yeah. And they have decided, and they will just let things happen. Like, Harry can't see his grandma. Right. Oh, well, he she says... They say my schedule is busy now. Yeah. And then they just go along with it whenever it's not true. Well, And that's how you
1: know that Fer- Fergie, not Black Eyed Peas Fergie, right. but uh, Sarah Ferguson, is just, she's just got the party line and she's she's doing, she's saying exactly what the palace wants her to. Absolutely. She has been
2: fed her opinion and she is feeding it to us. And she says she's not offended by not being invited.
1: Yeah. Okay. Great. You're also like, again, you had a clear cut decision that you were a part of. This is a little bit of a different situation. Good time. But she's going to pass it <laughs> off like it's the same. And I encourage everybody to use your own brains.
2: That's right. Thank she you. also says, just because I'm not there on the state occasion, in private, I can be there. And that's a lovely feeling to be part of the family. It really is. So they invite her over to the house to celebrate the coronation just with the family. And she's like, I still get to do family stuff. Just not, they don't want me publicly out okay, there. Okay, So that also is totally shade right there, too, <laughs> yes. because she's like, Look, what I'm I get on to the do. outs
1: of, with the family family, but I played my
2: cards right and I still get to go to the party. Yes! Oh, gosh. Oh. Oh. And of course, she's promoting her book. P.S. That's why she's really on the show. All right. Well, oh, you said P.S. I thought you said B.S. And I liked that, too. Oh, yeah, sure. B.S. P.S. <laughs> OK, coming up next, we have another.
0: I'm Bradley Trainer,
2: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
2: Pretty sure that's JLo And P.S., the person behind
0: all of this is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so
0: the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Other dirt alert. Jason and Alexis in the
2: morning. The little Blind
0: Spot. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each addition. Additional unit with Power view. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot Showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you.
1: Um, to get started,
0: this is a My Talk dirt alert.
2: And we have Mike with our Dirt Alert. Thanks for the Dirt Alert, Mike. you
3: it. welcome. Yeah, we'll start it off with uh, Jonathan Majors. We heard about the uh, PR department Ooh. and his management pulling away and, and dropping Ooh. him. Well, now uh, maybe we know why. There's a report uh, that a source familiar with the matter says uh, to Variety that multiple alleged abuse victims of Majors have come forward following the oh. March arrest and Oof. are cooperating with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office.
2: Oh, so boy. Wow. Well, if they couldn't speak out before and this, you know, is true, I Mm -hmm. I am, you know, thank goodness this is, it'll be painful, but Mm -hmm. thank goodness this is uh, a way for them to have their voice. Yeah. Come to light.
3: Yeah. Yep, this news is uh, off of uh, the fact that uh, Majors is waiting to appear uh, on May 8th for the court appearance on that original domestic violence charge. And uh, again, his PR people uh, have a much bigger issue now. And and obviously, hopefully we will hear exactly what happened. And uh, these people's, like you said, voices will get heard. So there you go. That is the latest on Jonathan Majors. Uh, Next up, Frank Ocean is officially pulling out of Coachella for Weekend 2.
2: I think that this is good. This Mm -hmm. is good. So people aren't disappointed the day. Of
1: yeah when now they know this is
3: what's called planning ahead yes yes mm-hmm. uh in a statement uh, his people are saying after suffering an injury to his leg on the festival grounds the week leading up to weekend one frank ocean was unable to perform the intended show but was still intent on uh performing and in the 72 hours the show was reworked out of necessity but now on doctor's advice he is not able to perform weekend two with two fractures and a sprain of his left leg
1: okay.
3: oh wow so, well
1: i will say i find there's a couple things about that statement I think are interesting and Mm -hmm. one of them is that they go to great lengths to say he sustained these injuries on festival grounds as a way of pushing the blame off
3: of him Mm -hmm. and onto somebody else. He
2: got on a bike and Uh was hot dogging around.
1: Hot
3: dogging. Look at him go. Are,
1: who are they going to replace him with? Do we know that Blink-182.
3: Okay, so already, i here yeah, for that. Yeah, okay. blink They were already going to be performing. Now they've just been pushed up to that uh, top spot, spot. Yep. there. So okay. That's the latest from Coachella Weekend 2. Uh, this is just breaking here in the last couple of hours. BuzzFeed News is going to be shutting down.
2: No! <gasps> yeah because they couldn't make any money, right? Yeah,
3: the company is going to be laying off 15% of its employees or 180 people. And a memo from the CEO simply said they're not able to turn a profit with BuzzFeed News. So as a result, they're going to do some restructuring and some layoffs of people in all the divisions. But the BuzzFeed News division will not survive it. That's such a bar
1: I really did like some of the work that they were putting out. It's unfortunate. But I know people have a lot of places to get their news. Mm Yeah,
3: yeah. So... And uh, something we talked about in blind items yesterday that turned out to be false. Denise Richards is confirmed to return to Real oh, Housewives you of Beverly Hills. Oh, oh, okay, okay. But, lawyer. that's yes.
2: kind of a big deal because we didn't think she was ever coming back. There was such because she would just like refuse to film. They brought up some things like, "Hey, remember that time when you did those sexy things with the uh, threesome and mm-hmm. the you know?" And she's like, "That didn't happen, you know." Or making out with Brandi Glanville, and she's like, "I didn't have any kind." of sexual relations with that woman. And then you're like, (laughs) oh, really? Because it seems like you did. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, I'm done. Like, she would just stop and leave filming. And I'm thinking if I were them, I'd be like, yeah, you're not coming back. There's so many people to get on that show that are probably clamoring. Why do they need Old Denise Richards. Well, you know, to
1: take anti-lawyers uh, thought and just spin it out a different direction, I wonder if that's one of the reasons why they wanted her uh, is because Charlie Sheen is making this interesting comeback.
2: That's probably true. And they did just lose Lisa Rena because she was a big she liked to stir the mm-hmm. pot, and so this is going to be more controversy.
3: Now, it sounds like she's already filmed some episodes for mm. the upcoming season, and it sounds like it's also going to be in a guest capacity, so she's oh, not going to be full-blown okay. one, one of the main... Okay. Exactly. She'll dabble. But, gotcha. It'll be a guest capacity, mm-hmm. so that was the latest there. Uh, it's been 22 years since George Clooney's Ocean's Eleven came out, and he what? opened up a little bit. I know. Tell me about that. Wow. <laughs> I
1: didn't need to hear the actual Sorry. number. That Sorry.
3: was kind of rude. Sorry about that. It's been a couple <laughs> decades. Is that better? <laughs>
1: No, that's actually worse. And, uh, but he Almost pre- a quarter century.
3: <laughs> he recently opened up about some of the heavy hitters that passed on the role of Linus. So Matt uh, Damon. I hate this. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. I brought it up just for you. I know, I thank the, you. We should make this the game today. Too. I'll see if I can figure it out. But apparently uh, Mark Wahlberg was first off, uh, offered that role of Matt Damon in Ocean's 11. And he told him to, you know... I won't Take say what he said. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and wow. then Johnny Depp was asked next. And Johnny Depp also said no. And then finally Owen Wilson was asked. And then he passed on it before Matt Damon got the role. Okay. So he this was fourth choice? Basically. It okay. looks like it. So.
2: You know, nobody knew that it was going sure. to become what it is. Yeah, but, that's true. Yeah.
3: And uh, speaking of not knowing what it's going to become, Will Ferrell is apparently going to be producing and starring in a new comedy series about golf. And it's going to be the first comedy series he's been in since uh, SNL. This is apparently going to be a play off of the PGA versus live controversy that's happening in real life. Oh, oh wow. Yes. And it's going yes, to be yes. with the same tone as Talladega Nights. Oh, I'm okay. here for this. Me too. I,
2: yeah, yeah. This is going to be good. Yes. All right. Coming up next, um, California is trying to ban Skittles and Sour Patch Kids for a certain reason. Let's find out more coming up next on My should Talk Should we do blind one. items, first? And then first blind items. First, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's right. Jeez. Uh, it is the
1: adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My yes. Talk 107.1. Bradley is on a cruise, and uh, thank you for having me, Colleen Lindstrom, here to have fun with you, Dawn. Of course. And uh, Mike has a handful of ...of blind items that we are here to solve these pop culture mysteries. That's right. by the item.
3: I sure do have a whole bunch of them for you today. We'll start off with this one. This morning show duo are sending out press leaks by the dozen, trying to change the narrative about their hosting skills. Probably not thinking through this from an endgame standpoint, because now if a change is made and there's a firing, it's going to be both of them rather than just one. Ooh.
2: I mean, is it, it's not I don't know. the ones who don't have jobs right now because of their affair. Yeah. Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. Yeah. So, uh, okay. It's not Kelly Ripa and Mark and Spilos.
3: Oh, interesting.
2: Whoa. <gasps> Ooh, fill in the
1: blanks. Oh, go back, go back. very interesting. Neither
3: of you checked out the reviews of their first week of hosting?
1: I've seen, uh, I've seen some
3: anecdotal reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: people aren't in love with it. They're not loving it.
3: I don't think she's uh, giving him an opportunity to, you know, contribute much. And uh, they also just don't like the chemistry. Apparently today's or yesterday's show was, was, um, filmed in advance and people aren't liking that Ooh, it was Interesting. Well, uh, but was apparently the-, the morning show duo i mentioned uh, kelly and uh, mark are sending press releases. or at least their people are sending press releases out by the dozen trying to change the narrative about their hosting skills but and lawyer goes on to say they're probably not thinking about the end game though because now if a change is made they're both kind of tied together so it's not going to be just one of them leaving <laughs> nice. like it has been in the past it's going to be both of them getting oh played. my Oof. gosh this is crazy not implying this happening anytime soon, but just saying they're right. planting the seeds. Right. Interesting. Oh my gosh. Interesting. Mm.
2: I thought this was an
1: interesting choice. And that is a Minnesota interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I was
2: playing about it from Missouri yes, and I was. said, um, why isn't Steve Patterson in this Hello. layer I'm like, oh, great. Like, I was like, Ryan Seacrest is leaving. Like, I, my heart swelled and I'm like, Steve, it's the moment. Steve. And then it's like, Mark and Smile will be. I'm like, no. Because there's, it's hard. I, well, first of all, listen, I
1: I adore my husband. Mm-hmm. We do not need to work together. That's what I'm saying. Like that's just not. And and yes, they have chemistry in their marriage, but to assume that that's then going to play on the in air, a he's a great, a, he's a great occasional guest. Yeah, but now it's like around the clock. You ha- and and from what I've understood. Some of the more personal aspects
2: of how they're hosting
1: together aren't playing well on the screen. I
2: need to watch it and then give yeah. An opinion. Yeah. And, yeah. And,
3: and I will just say Auntie Lawyer has been kind of negative towards Kelly for a while. Yes. And there was a belief that even when Ryan was moving on, this was because she, just pushed like with out. Michael Strahan, pushed him out mm-hmm. because she didn't she was over that relationship. So I again,
2: don't believe that. He I does have a BS. perspective. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So Hmm. that might be why we're getting this uh, narrative now. So there you go. Let's do another one. Blinded by the item. This movie studio is photoshopping photos of the A-list singer turned actress to make her appear larger in publicity stills from the set of the movie that she is currently filming.
2: Ariana Grande. Yeah. Wicked.
3: Yeah.
1: Yikes. Because you know what's so interesting about that is I literally just looked at a picture and I thought she looks so tiny
2: yeah and then she did an instagram video saying hey guys let's just not talk about people's bodies you know and she's like really it really isn't something that we should do and actually you thought i was healthy in these photos like the time of life where you thought i was healthy i was actually miserable and not healthy i was Mm -hmm. drinking i was eating poorly i had no energy so this is actually my healthy
1: okay so so there's some we're doing some damage
3: control. I yeah. think.
2: Yeah, yeah. In
1: so. multiple aspects. Ooh, fill in that blank.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right what you're saying. The Wicked. So Universal is, uh, I believe, the um, studio behind it, but uh, they're photoshopping photos of Ariana Grande to make her appear a little larger in these publicity stills from the set of the movie that she is filming. Interesting. We've seen pictures on, I know I showed you one last week, and she looked just very, 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 very thin Yeah. from like a like bony almost yep. standpoint, and there is a photo that they show here that a of a still where she doesn't look quite the same mm-hmm. and they compare the two and you could see one uh, it looks like the arms might be photoshopped a little bit so
1: you know what occurred to me this actually has nothing to do with body mm-hmm. at all actually I I haven't done the research on this but in Wicked the two characters of the Wicked Witch Elphaba and Galinda they're the same age mm. because they're, they go to school yes, together yeah in my mind, and I don't know what Cynthia rivo's actual age is, but in my mind, she is older oh, for sure. than, sure. Right? So that's, than um, Ariana Grande. So yeah. I just think that's, to me, that's an interesting thing to try to play with. Like, how are you going to make them, uh, like, act the same age? Yeah. When my image of Cynthia Rivo is that she's 36. more sophisticated. Yeah.
2: She is 36. And how old is
1: Ariana Grande? Ariana. She's got to be in her 20s, right? Um, At least she is in my heart. 29. Okay, well, that's not that big of a... Mm -hmm. A stretch. I for some reason I thought that there was a larger gap between their ages. Yeah, and maybe it's like a perception gap, right? Because so. like for example, Adele and Taylor Swift are the exact same age, and I always think of Adele as older. Yeah. So they're you know. Anyway. I think
2: if they started out as like teen stars on shows, yeah. I always kind of see them in their twenties, right? And they might they yeah, never get to grow. Has, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All okay. right. Well, let's Thank do another you. one.
3: Somewhere out there, the illiterate talk show host is having a big old laugh. Her serial cheating, serial stealing ex broke up with his mistress. She has been spending, or she was spending uh, too much of his ill-gotten gains.
1: Ooh, is this like a Wendy
0: Williams situation? yes.
3: Okay.
0: I don't want her
2: to be with him. I'll just say that. Oh, you don't want Wendy Williams to be with her No, I
1: don't want her to get back together with her ex. I hope that... Yeah. Although I don't know that she's surrounded by a great group of people right now anyway. So, yeah, let's fill in the blanks.
3: Uh, the blanks are apparently the ex, which is uh, Kevin Hunter. He mm-hmm. and his mistress have uh, broken up. So Wendy Williams is uh, enjoying uh, just a great laugh as a result of it.
2: Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. she's not getting she back together with him. No, no, no.
3: It was her oh, mistress. Oh, she's just laughing breaking, about it. Yeah. The yeah. mistress is breaking up with the former husband. <laughs> Oof. Gotcha. So there you go. Yeah. All
2: right. He's He's
1: not a
3: great dude. Doesn't seem
2: that way. no let's okay let's do another one
3: uh, this one has been confirmed by anti-lawyer but uh, here we go i'm glad the trade magazine wrote the fifty thousand word article taking apart the charity of this a plus a list actor that being said the good deed the actor did for a very old guy is going to be talked about way more than the charity story will be because this actor always always gets a free pass
2: Brad Pitt.
3: Yep. Mm. This has to do with his
2: charity mm-hmm. uh, after Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Yep. All those homes that, that were just were built, shoddily constructed. And they were just making people sick because they yeah. were, oh gosh, that's, what a mess. Yeah. yeah.
3: Make It Right Foundation, yeah. ironically, is uh, founded by uh, American actor uh, uh, Brad Pitt. And there was apparently a, uh, it's been mentioned that they're going to be bailed out by Global Green, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which, uh, again, that went, that story was published by the Hollywood. Hollywood Reporter, but right. then as soon as that came out, somebody's PR team did a good job of dropping the story about yeah. the fact that he let a hundred and two-year-old guy live in his house That's after right. he bought it. And notice how we only talk about one of those two stories. D- that Interesting. is correct. Yes, yes. Yep.
1: yes. Interesting. I will say Brad Pitt's PR team. Um, if there were like a PR team, celebrity PR team award. That they would win.
2: That's exactly (laughs) Because they
1: work overtime and they do a great job. Yeah. Because he still is like the golden boy.
2: He really is. Despite all
1: of the stories that you hear about him.
2: That is right. And it's Mm -hmm. hard for me to see perspective in that because he's from my hometown. Oh. So it's kind of like if we had Minnesota's own Brad Pitt, you guys would all be like, oh, but Brad Pitt, you know. Yeah. It's really difficult. But anyway, you have to see facts for facts, and I can admit that he does not have a shiny reputation, mm-hmm. and he's hopefully working on himself yeah. continuously. Well, it's, he always acts like he is. I yeah. mean, he's, when he, when he's interviewed, yeah, he
1: talks his program, so yeah. hopefully he's actually working it. Yeah.
2: Okay, mm, do we have another we've
3: one? We've got another one. Let's do it. No! All right, I'm grateful that there are very few stands of the North of the Border, former A-list singer, and the foreign-born illiterate singer. No one buys it as real, and there are no paps who care enough to follow them around. But hey, if you have a new song to promote, then Mm -hmm. you do it. Do either of them have a new song to promote? Oh, look, yes, there it is.
2: Oh, Colleen looks like she knows. Oh, I know. I only have. Okay. It's a Sean
1: Mendez and a Camila Cabello.
2: Oh, yeah. I just read this. She has a song coming out about their kiss at Coachella.
3: Yup.
2: Yeah. that's. You think maybe it was all choreographed. I'm like, hmm. that's so dumb.
1: Funny
3: how that works. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Filling in the blanks, you, you two just nailed it right there. But uh, again, NT Lawyer is just saying he's grateful that there are very few people actually buying this because mm-hmm. this relationship or publication has been around for quite you know some time. Oh, and uh, they had that kiss at Coachella. But now uh, NT Lawyer was saying it's not like either of them have anything new to promote. Oh, wait. It was just announced yesterday that a new song was coming <laughs> mm-hmm. from Camila mm-hmm. Cabello. So,
1: you know, you it used to be I would have just been suspicious just because of the time like between those two events, Mm -hmm. the kiss and then the song. Yeah. That would alone would have made me suspicious, but now they can really turn out songs
2: really quickly, but
1: I still don't buy it. And I never did. Thanks for playing. Yeah. It's a
2: little bit too on the nose. Also the lyrics. I read some of them. It's like our kiss at Coachella. I'm like, Hmm. I don't know. There's something about that. I just yeah. saw it. I can actually just watch the video. I don't yeah. need a song about it. I don't it. need to hear this. Yeah. Thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun, Mike. Yeah, thanks, Thank you, Mike. too, for playing. Yes, and now the story that apparently I was super excited to talk about and uh, teased in advance. Um, California is going to ban Skittles and Sour Patch Kids, or they're trying to anyway, and a bunch of other foods for good reasons. Let's talk. <laughs>
0: Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, blvdautoworks.com. It's warming up. You're rolling down the windows. If you hear any weird noises this time of year, well, with your vehicle anyway, I want you to do what I would do. Call Tom and his team at Boulevard AutoWorks, right over in St. Anthony. They're the hometown team. These professionals have been keeping cars safe and in tip-top shape all season long decades well over four decades actually Tom in fact started working there when he was a teenager loved the business so much he ended up buying it and now he takes great care of vehicles just like mine and he'll do the same for you and in your entire family just head over to Boulevard Autoworks you can actually make your appointment online at blpdautoworks.com drop your vehicle off you'll have a courtesy car waiting when you pick up your car they'll explain everything they've done on your vehicle in language you can understand again they're not going to take you for a ride at Boulevard Auto Works. Head over there today. Make your appointment for scheduled maintenance or whatever ails your vehicle. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you.
1: Okay, well, apparently they're going to ban a whole bunch of candy in California, and I'm dying to know why. This is The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm Colleen Lindstrom filling in for Bradley Trainer, and Dawn wants to tell us about what kind of candy they're banning, and you said it was for a good reason?
2: Well, yes, because it looks like these dyes that are used in these candies are actually all of these are already banned in the EU. Oh, so if you're a European, you -hmm. don't have access to these dyes because in research, they have been found to cause cancer. We don't want that. Remember back in the day, it was like yellow dye number five. Well, this is red dye number three. Yep. There are also other substances that are in things like um, sun drop soda. And there's one in particular that I'm kind of sad about and I want to know more. But let's get to the candy first. Skittles and Sour Patch Kids. Pez candy. Hot tamales candy. They have this dye. And um, apparently they're toxic chemicals. So... California is passed. They're trying to get it through a second committee to pass this to where these candies wouldn't be sold in California. And also, if any companies are making things that are sold in other states or countries, they will be banned as well. So you know what I like about this
1: is I think that this will be the incentive that um, some of these companies need to Consider other dyes that are natural dyes, right? Because they exist, right, in the world, and so it's either out of you know maybe it's a you know it's a, Money. a less it's yeah exactly it's like <laughs> so not as goes- costly to acquire those dyes, mm-hmm. um the ones that they're using, but they're harmful, which is probably probably why they're cheaper. Mm-hmm. This will maybe be the incentive because if California says mm, we don't want, yeah. Other states might follow suit. Yes. And this will be mean good things um, for our favorite candy candies in the long run.
2: That's right. So this is all being led by the committee on health. So they have in California. And so they have pushed this through. And now it has to go, like I said, to a second state assembly committee to be voted on to approve the bill. And they are hoping that other states will pay attention and that, all states will eventually ban this. Yeah. I'm kind of spoiled in the fact, and maybe people can relate to this, I assume that things are going to be safe if they're on the market in America. Right. Like, you just think, well, of course it's safe because we got rid of all that stuff a long time ago in the 70s. But no, I I was shocked to see this. Yeah. Um, So it isn't just those dyes. It's actually some things that, um, some chemicals that add to for preservative reasons and to make things taste better. There's a little graphic here that shows um, Campbell's Chicken Chunky Soup. And in particular, the picture is chicken and sausage gumbo, which I eat weekly. Uh-oh. Okay, because it, it's the kind of, I can have that, and it's like approved on the plan that yes. I do, and I like it. And listen, and I, on if, the I, list. if I found, find out that, you know, that is, has harmful stuff in it, I'll give it up. But I'm just kind of shocked that Campbell's. Right. Would have something harmful
1: in their soups. You know what's really interesting is that there are communities who are already like very keen to what different dyes do for people. Like, for example, I know um, people who may have children who are neurodivergent pay very close attention because there are subtle things that those dyes do to people's moods and mm-hmm. behavior that are very pronounced when somebody is neurodivergent. So maybe on the autism spectrum or perhaps have uh, ADHD or something like that. So so it's interesting to hear now mainstream kind of getting keen to some of this. Right. The thing that people pay the most attention to, of course, is is things that cause cancer right. or cause a terminal illness. But there are lots of communities that have had their eye on this for a really long time. Oh,
2: I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's as, as far as um like the gluten free community, yeah. not just gluten sensitive. I'm talking about gluten free. Mm-hmm. They, you have to make sure that you don't have like, you have to look at whether it says um dextrin at the end yeah. and, and all kinds of things. It's not just gluten or, Oh, it was made in a factory that could have had gluten. no, There's a whole list of things that you can't have, and you have to look at every label. I know this because I live in a home with two kids who are, their lives change whenever they found out that they weren't just intolerant to gluten, that they are allergic to gluten. Yeah. So one of the things they can have is Sour Patch Kids. Ah. And they're always in the cabinet. And it's on
1: the no-no list.
2: So it's like, let's take away more things from kids who cannot. It's really interesting not to get too off topic, but like... It's so specific that they can have Reese's peanut butter cups as long as they're not in a shape. So if it's a Christmas tree shape that has some type of a gluten oh, additive interesting. in it. So that, in order
1: to make it the shape of a Christmas yeah, so tree. So if it's
2: the egg or the Christmas tree or, you know, any other, you know, other alternative other mm-hmm. than just the regular one, they can't have it. Oof. So these are really important things to know. And I'm glad that this is happening um skittles is also not fit to be eaten They're, they're saying do not
1: taste the rainbow
2: that do not taste the rainbow um and so i wonder i didn't really check out the candy aisle too much when i was in europe last summer but there's so many options but then they i do know for sure they also have a lot of things that you can't in America that they can't get there, especially in Britain, you know, they're get really crazy about all the different flavors of M&Ms we have and all of that. So, so maybe they just go without. Well, or, I mean, it also could be that the,
1: the manufacturer has found a workaround Uh to make it, you know what I'm saying? Which means that it's possible. I mean, that's the thing is that again, as I said before, there are other options Mm -hmm. for these dyes. There are, you know, plenty of natural ways to dye food a a certain color or, I don't know, gasp, you could just not dye it. But we are the people like (laughs) our brains, our um, American pea brains cannot make the correlation
2: between something being cherry flavored if Mm -hmm. it's not red. Right. Right.
1: Like that's our problem. <laughs>
2: so true. And and like when you think about sour patch kids or skittles for instance, we're like we'll just don't have red ones. But think about hot tamales. Right. They're red, red all and of that them. That is like their whole That's the thing. product. So they're on the list as well. Yeah. Um also, it was banned in this it was banned in cosmetic products in 1990 for these reasons, but it still remains in like you can't put these dyes on your face. But Mm -hmm. you can eat them in your body. Sweets and pastries and (laughs) breakfast cereals. Like, um... okay. So
1: I've always thought it was really suspicious that, for example, frosting on a cake. Mm -hmm. I despise the flavor of red frosting and black frosting. Those really chemically. And I think to myself that tells me there's something in there that I shouldn't be eating. (laughs) Your body says this is not good for you. My body's like. (laughs) Yeah, but they've been making it forever and putting it on. I just ish. Yeah. So that's interesting. So
2: mm. oh, here's another fun fact that Brazil figured out about mm. these dyes. In 2012, they had a study. Uh, Brazilian researchers found that red three could cause genotoxicity when the DNA suffers toxic damage and causes permanent transmissible changes to DNA strains. OK, I don't want that. That is so extreme. That's like what I'm just like I said again, I might be spoiled being an American, but it's just shocking that these things are in our food. Yeah. And 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 all of Europe has banned it. And yeah. They all got smart fast. Face. Yeah. So, wow. Read labels, y'all. That is right. Okay, coming up next, uh, we are going to talk about... Who would you like to do a love scene with? Colleen has thought about this and so has um, Dame Helen. Yeah. Okay, so we'll talk about that next on My Talk one oh seven one.